Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Becca. Surprise! We're back! Oh my God. <laughs> By the way, that's what we're, I'm going to title this, this uh, episode. Oh surprise, we're back. Oh my God, I'm surprised. Are you surprised? I'm surprised and I'm a very happy surprise. Me too. It, feel, it feels like mm-hmm. it's been so long. And I was uh, I was talking with my friend Dave, who also has a podcast the other day, and he was saying, mm-hmm. can you believe it? His podcast had more episodes in 2018 than our podcast. And I was like, uh, I can't oh. believe it because we were so bad. And so I'm <laughs> glad that we are finally recording again. Ugh, mm-hmm. Feels good. I feel like there's sort of things now finally where I'm like, oh, I have opinions about yes. that. <laughs> I finally, my brain is back together in one piece and I do have opinions. Ugh. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I have a lot of, I've been reading a lot about all of these different like mergers and how Netflix runs their business Ooh. and how they cancel shows after three seasons as Ooh. a business decision rather than like anything to do with viewership or anything because how do you possibly calculate like right how to renew a show on a subscription-based site like mm-hmm. it's a it's a crazy calculation that you make so instead it's just basically like how much you know money will we start to have to give away to the artists after three years because that's when the contracts are start to be more favorable towards them it's just yeah so i've been reading lots of stuff oh and so yeah but the thing that really got me today was when i was talking about life size too <laughs> to my coworker <laughs> getting right back to the meaty stuff you know <laughs> yeah i was right i giving her a ride to the train station and i was like we did do a sequel once where they didn't take our advice mm-hmm. and they made something else entirely mm-hmm. and it was a real flop <laughs> and that would be life size too it's funny, christmas eve <laughs> funny you say that because i recently i think last week was talking about uh, i was with my friends and they had never seen any of the fast and furious movies and mm-hmm. they said oh like you know, I saw the trailer for the new one, and there's, like, a sister who I think is related to Jason Statham's character, and then I, mm-hmm, I went off mm-hmm. on this tangent, and I was like, oh, the Shaw brothers, Owen and Deckard Shaw, and their mother is Helen mm-hmm. Mirren, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> was Helen Mirren the mother in the movie, or in our pitch of the movie? <laughs> Here's the thing, is I can't remember. I can't either. She and was I didn't in the movie, up, right? I feel like she was in the movie, and we predicted it, and we also said that the dad was Timothy Dalton, which they did not take us up on, but I swear we predicted that one right. And Who I don't was the be... dad in the movies? I, I don't think there was a dad. Or maybe okay. there what was, was the a last? Dad. What was the last one called? Fate of the Fate? Furious? Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm gonna oh, figure this man. out. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I Here can't we go. wait Here for the go. next one. What is it going to be called? Oh, we have so okay. much to discuss. <laughs> uh, it, it was definitely when... her. Okay. All right, asshole. Sorry. My neighbors <laughs> are not cool yeah. people. Listeners, Becca has her windows open. It is raining. It's raining. She is in the perfect condition to be recording a podcast. <laughs> Why is Helen Mirren not coming up at all? No actress is in the role of the mother in in on IMDb. No, but she was definitely she was in definitely it, right? Definitely in it because they go back and they show. Was it, it and like she's a in star cameo where she's not even like credited? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I will do. I, I will do some research. We'll do, we'll, we'll do some. We'll do some research. <laughs> we'll get back to you, folks. It's okay. <laughs> but we never discussed on our podcast 
how we viewed in December, we viewed Life Size 2 Christmas Eve. Yes. I mean, a movie that halfway through filming probably decided, should we make it a Christmas movie? (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have blocked out, like, it's been too long since I've seen it Mm -hmm. that I can't remember exactly what about it was so upsetting. But there was quite a bit. I mean, yeah. It was it was more than a little a little bit. And like part of it was definitely Tyra Banks herself. <laughs> yeah. It was just like I it was like an upsetting world that they created and also like didn't make any sense. And yeah. Helen So Mirren, we don't recommend yes. that one. Like, she was. Helen Mirren was was she it? Was, she was the mom. She was the mom. And there's that is that is off. That's who we cast. A hundred percent. I have total faith in 100%. us. That that's what we said. <laughs> uh, so it's like all of our dreams are coming true. Yeah, except for life size two. Before we yeah. jump into that, though, can we talk about mm-hmm. how we are and what has changed in our lives because it's been so yes. long? Tell me about mm-hmm. you. What's up with you? <laughs> well. You know those electric scooters that are everywhere? <laughs> I only know about them because you told me about them when I came to visit I'm you and so I never with them. heard about them. <laughs> so as the weather's gotten warmer, more uh-huh. scooters have appeared. The city of Alexandria has a pilot program and they now have like six companies that are allowed to operate in the city of Alexandria. Okay. I have tried all six companies. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I have strong opinions about each company wow i have about about their apps about their scooters about their prices everything (laughs) like i can give you my my list of recommendations in terms of which brand to use and why so (laughs) interesting a real obsession because i i mean i have not seen a single scooter in philadelphia i don't believe that they Mm. exist outside of your city i think you are living in a pilot program (laughs) city in america and you are keeping all the scooters for yourself and they are not coming to the rest of the world is the only thing i can think there was one company i looked up today to be like oh is that coming to to my area and it said we're located in san francisco barcelona and santiago i think okay chile in chile yeah (laughs) and i was like what? Why those three <laughs> cities? What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that is a nice little triangle if you're looking at the it's map. Like, okay, which San Francisco, is sure, you're a tech company. You. <laughs> There's literally <laughs> a map. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even tell you. Did I tell you about the Mormons that no. came to my door? No. And I invited them inside, no. and we all stood around my maps and pointed at all the places we'd been. <laughs> oh, and then no. they get left. they left me with a picture of Jesus looking sexy as hell. Oh my god. Is it they were adorable, those little Mormons, though. Oh they were very God. sweet, these little ladies. Oh, little and, ladies. Yeah, and part of me was just like, you know, like, I feel like I had the same motives that they had, mm-hmm. where it was like, if I'm, like, chill enough and cool enough that you'll that you'll be like, hey, maybe, like, gay atheists are actually pretty cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe we should rethink our lifestyle. Right, right, right. I definitely had the same tactics as they did so it was like a battle of niceness yes and it was really delightful it seems very midwestern i have to say Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i also have a mormon story where uh i for my last show of the season it's set in a church a mega church so i was looking into getting free bibles and i was googling online Mm -hmm. i was like how do i get a free bible and the top result is uh, mormon.org. They will bring you, they will hand deliver you oh, a Bible. Of course they will. And also a Book of Mormon. 
I was like, I think this is a trick. I'm not going to sign up for this. Because <laughs> also I needed way more than one Bible. So I was a little out of luck there. I'm, I'm a little sad I didn't get a Mormon visit out of it, though. Yeah. I mean, as far as groups that, like, proselytize... They're delightful. <laughs> I will say that much. <laughs> like, because they know, well, at least the groups that I've talked to, the people I've talked to, mm-hmm. they know that, like, if they keep harping, they, one of the first things they ask you is, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior or whatever? And I go, no, don't be silly. <laughs> and they ask, like, oh, are you an atheist? And I go, yep, sure am. And then they sort of just give up. Uh-huh. And they decide, like, what if we're just so nice that she'll just want to hang out with us more? Right, right, right. Which I love. Then I'm not having a philosophical argument or whatever and having to defend why mm-hmm. I don't believe in God or whatever. And it becomes this whole thing. And then I have to get into, like, why their religion is oppressive and creepy and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it's just, like, just chatting about life and everything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know. So those are your updates in life in this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Scooter obsession and okay, no, let's not think about it. <laughs> I just went to Minnesota this last weekend for 36 hours is Whoa, how long I was there. That is not a long time. Yeah, I thought when I booked the flight, I was like, I'm not going to have any leave. I just have to book it, you know, Saturday morning to Sunday night. Ooh. And, you know, just going to have to do that. And deeply regret that, obviously. Yep. Don't want to do that again learned my lesson but also didn't have to use any leave so and i didn't throw up on the plane which that's the other update of my life fun story on my way back from boise in this in january Uh on my flight from boise to denver i believe Uh um there was no air sickness bag (gasps) in my seat or my entire row as i learned and threw up on myself oh (laughs) no <laughs> the terror in my seatmate's eyes. This total stranger, this poor, maybe like 19 year old guy. <gasps> as I asked him, Do you have an air sickness bag in your thing? And he goes, ah, 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 And he hits the guy next to him, Do you have one? Oh, God. And then I go, Oh, no. And then the, the fear, the look, oh. the shock in his eyes as they widened. Oh, I'll never forget God. it. Do you normally get air sick or is it, I mean, like, that's oh, yeah. very rough air over Denver. I know that. It was, it was, it was rough. And it's literally, when it happens to me is as the wheels are touching down oh, on the tarmac. No. It is so frustrating because it's like, it's always the worst feeling is when we're mid, like, crucial descent. So I can't run up and go to the bathroom. Right. Oh, no. So it's, and, and then also, but it's also like you're minutes away from, from freedom. Yeah, from almost being there. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just awful. I'm so sorry. Well, so, you know yeah. what? That really puts a damper on our plans that we made earlier today to go to London in 2020 to see the <laughs> Prince of Egypt musical <laughs> that's being developed for the stage. I honestly, I have a lot of anxiety about this France trip that we have, my sister and yes. I have coming up. That's also a big thing that you have planned that yeah. you could talk about. <laughs> It's a lot of plane flights that will be happening. Yeah. Especially our last day where we are in Lyon, but our flight is out of Paris. So we have to fly from Lyon to Paris. Wow. Then from Paris to uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. There we were supposed to fly from Philadelphia to D.C., but Chase Travel wasn't feeling it. <laughs> and okay. they decided to put us on a flight instead to change our flight to four hours later so Julie would miss her flight to Minnesota from D.C. Um. Um, so we're taking an Amtrak. Yeah! That's what we're doing after <laughs> because, our... 
Because it's it's a two hour train two hour train ride. Yeah, like I booked tickets on the Acela. It's less than two hours. Yeah, and they were saying they wanted us to take nine hours to get from Philadelphia to DC. No, and I was like, I can take the train, and I was like, give me money for the train, and they said we can't do that. Uh, so <laughs> that's garbage. So you know, you never know if if you happen to be available, then we might ask for a ride to the train station okay. from the airport <laughs> or not. Uh, might take the, the Septa instead. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a hell of a travel day. And yeah. I've learned that Dramamine is not my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> because I took it on Sunday. I woke up the next day to go to work. And the entire day at work, it was like, I just kept looking at the floor going, I want to sleep there. Oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't keep my eyes open uh, the entire day. But you it didn't throw up on the plane. All day. So. True. But I also didn't throw up on Saturday when I didn't take Dramamine. Oh. So it's like, I, 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 it's so hard to tell what how much of it is mental at this point. Yeah. Have you tried the little <sighs> pressure point bands that they have too? I think I will. I think I'll give those a shot too. Apparently the best solution is the patch that oh. you have to get prescribed by a doctor. Mm. But I'm avoiding the doctor because I have to get a pap and I don't want to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> all right well at least you have a doctor <laughs> true i still do not have a doctor she's kind of incompetent because i went back and forth with her for eight months mm. six to eight months about getting the correct birth control prescription okay and oh, she right. kept getting the wrong one yes you did tell me about so that so that was a bit of a That's saga <laughs> so again another reason i'm avoiding her oh man uh, so that's my updates. Great. <laughs> we'll get into more, but you go, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, when was the last time we talked on air? I don't know. Did I oh. get my new job? It was June of last year. I looked it up. Okay. So I have a wonderful job now, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I did not have then. Uh, I'm a props master at a theater and I'm my own boss and I have, I'm a department of one and it's in the union, so I also have union work that I do, and uh, I also have a part-time job at Target still, so I get my nice little discount, <laughs> and uh, it life is so much better now that I have a job that I really like. I just, Aww. it makes a difference. <laughs> it really does. I feel like 10 million times better, and the show today is opening for our last show of the season, so I will be off from that job until the end of the summer. Um, mm. But I am planning a wedding, so that's happening mm-hmm. in the meantime. <laughs> and we're going on our honeymoon on a cruise to Canada instead of Ooh. somewhere warm, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> when is that right after the wedding? Yep. And nice. yeah, we're going to leave like half because the wedding is on a Sunday. So we missed the cruise window because most of them leave on Sundays or sometimes mm. Saturdays. Um, so we're going to wait like half a week and then go to Quebec early and have a couple days there and then get on the cruise. And then it comes back down through Maine and Boston and New York is where it ends. And then we're going to take the train home. So so is it like Anne of Green Gables, Prince Edward Island up there type yeah. thing? And then I've you're never going down? seen or read Anne of Green Gables, but I think yes. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to go to Prince Edward Island because of Anne of Green Gables, which I have never read, but watched the on original Netflix. series. Or the no, old version. The, the original one with um, all mm-hmm. the Canadian people. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had it on VHS at my house. 
VHS. I miss those mm-hmm. days. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's about it. It's definitely been a nice, nice work work year for me, and uh, I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks while at work by myself. So I, I average, like, ten audiobooks per show. Um, mm. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I'm we don't wow. really go to the movies much, but I've been watching more and more TV, getting back into it, mm-hmm. which is also nice. Mm-hmm. So I've finally caught up on some of your recommendations. Or maybe not, as <laughs> I figured out the other day, because I was like, hey, did you recommend the bold type to me? Because I am... <laughs> Actually, I'm in season three now, and I really Whoa. enjoy it. <laughs> I did not make it that far. It's uh, Maybe it's definitely targeted more towards me, but part of the reason I was so confident today, because I had a union gig that I had to wear a full suit for, and I did not own a full suit, so I went to Target this morning, and I was like, gotta buy me a full suit. <laughs> and part of the reason I felt so confident during the day was because I've been watching The Bold Type, which is all about <laughs> ladies in a fashion magazine. And I was like, yes, yeah, yeah, look at me killing it with my Target suit. <laughs> uh, I did get complimented by people on the street, though, which was nice. I mean, other women. Okay. Not like Oh, heckled. okay. <laughs> just women on the street just stopping you and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, hey, hey. one lady was like, Nice blazer. Wait, no. The whole thing is nice. I was like, thank oh, you. <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, we, we almost adopted mm-hmm. two rats named Thelma and Louise, but uh-huh. uh, they were in a show at Kyle's Theater. <laughs> they were playing mm-hmm. a rat named Toby. Uh, so, but they got rat home- actors. Yes. Very, very actorly rats. Um, but they got <laughs> homed with another another woman in the theater so we do not have oh. pet rats is the, <laughs> the end of that story okay. <laughs> yeah well i'm trying to think because june last year that's a long time that's almost a year yeah <laughs> um that time last year i was kind of miserable at my job because we lost every person that we worked with basically mm-hmm. and everyone had to leave because our our building was being moved and so now we're in the new building yeah and it's super fancy (laughs) and the big thing that came out of that is that um the woman who does the amber alerts Mm -hmm. for our organization carly she came and was placed in the call center with us so she sits little across the little way from me Mm -hmm. and it turns out she's a total nerd she does D&D, like, every weekend. Nice. And we talk about all the Marvel movies, and now she's trying to get me to catch back up with Wind Calls the Heart, because <laughs> she's into that now. <laughs> oh, boy. But basically, she's awesome. We did an escape room, the group of us, we did an escape room last week, mm-hmm. and then we won. They had, like, if they take a photo of you, and they put it on their Facebook, and then if you get the most likes at the end of the month, you win a free escape room, and we won. Yes, I helped you win that. <laughs> you did. It was like, I've never, I literally, when I'm going through all the people that I was like, who can I send this photo to asking them to like this photo at 1030 at night? <laughs> because <laughs> we're we're in this desperate race against this family that has a girl with a broken leg oh no. and... <laughs> <laughs> oh god and it was a really interesting like like learning about who i truly thought were like my 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 true friends that yeah. i could like comfortably send this to versus the people where it'd be like hey i missed your birthday but could you like this photo <laughs> <laughs> 
was like I was sending it to two friends of Julie's that I had just seen in Minnesota, uh. who I'm I'm friends with, but ultimately they are my sister's friends. And I still sent them the photo and was like, please like this photo. You really want um, to do this escape room. Yeah. And but we won. We won an entire escape room, which was we just booked it, which is the equivalent of two hundred and twenty four dollars. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So we're pretty Worth happy. <laughs> so Worth we're going to do the Wizards Apothecary people. next. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we're very excited. Well, so I feel like I'm optimistic about that, you know, because all my friends have moved away now. My best, I, that's the other update. My best yes. friend Simone has moved back to New Orleans. Mm. And so there's literally one person left in our friend group <laughs> who's here. Oh. He has moved down the street from me, okay. which is awesome. So I have like physically someone very close, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And but then it was like, oh God, I have no friends is oh. what I like sort of was freaking out about. But I'm very excited about Carly, you know, as a, a, a new nerd and she has friends that she does board games with all the time and stuff. So I'm like, okay, let me get into that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I did attempt a meetup group. Mm-hmm. Oh God, the other week. A sand volleyball meetup group. Oh, yes. You told me via text about that. And it was a lot. It was a lot, Shannon. Yeah. It volleyball was is a... Phys- physically a lot, but emotionally more than anything. Oh. Literally, it felt at certain points like high school gym class. Uh-huh. In, like, the worst possible way. Mm. Like, the worst offenders were, like, the middle-aged men in the group who... One of them was, like, very patronizing oh. of, like teaching me tips and like Ugh. this is how you do it but he wasn't good enough for him to be like <laughs> so patronizing uh-huh. and and so many so many tips from everyone mm-hmm. you know of like how to do it better and like just I don't know like and then physically it hurts a lot yeah. on your arms you Not know because I don't have any muscles <laughs> you know and like part of it was like oh this is so nice we're outside enjoying the weather like it feels like we're on the beach. The water's right over there with sand. You know, it's like, it's great. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I was like, I think I'm going to cry. And I don't know if it's because I'm in so much physical pain uh-huh. or if because it's just so much, like, just mentally and emotionally to come into this group of total strangers who didn't really introduce themselves very well mm-hmm. and weren't super welcoming. But they weren't, like, standoffish or rude. They were just, like, very into volleyball. It's a like, lot. Yeah. Really into it. <laughs> like when they weren't playing it, they mm-hmm. were watching the people playing it. Or they were practicing, you know, in the in right. the on the side. Or they were looking at their phone and not talking to us. <laughs> I'm surprised that you would go for beach volleyball and not something like soccer, which you seem mm-hmm. already to know a lot about. <laughs> soccer I am in no physical shape oh, to sure. be running anywhere. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Like, I, that would be fun, but I also have n- absolutely no skills at all. Soccer mm-hmm. is, like, the worst that I'm at, like, the worst sport for me. Mm-hmm. Beach volleyball I've done in the past and gotten pretty good at. Mm. So I kind of looked at it like, okay, this could be something fun. Mm. But they call themselves an intermediate group, Ooh. and I feel like they take that very seriously, <laughs> and they don't like m- me as a beginner. Are you going to go back? I mean, we kind of feel like we have to. I went with Gray for moral support. Mm-hmm. Thank God he was there. Um, and we both sort of had the same feeling of like, okay, we definitely weren't as good as them, but they weren't that great. So, mm-hmm. like, we should have felt better. But 
And we were like, okay, but if we go back, they'll recognize us and maybe it'll be like more friendly and yeah. more chill. <sighs> I don't really want to. It's a tough call. <laughs> Speaking of sports with friends and coworkers, one mm-hmm. of my coworkers at the theater was also on the varsity golf team when she was in high school like myself Mm -hmm. she however Mm -hmm, was the mm -hmm. only girl on the uh, co-ed team and we talked about this when we were working together earlier in the season and now that it's nice out we've been going to the driving range and I feel like a hoity-toity person where I'm like Mm -hmm. yes we're leaving from work before we go into work we're going to the driving we're going to go golfing next week on Thursday Mm -hmm. you know like it feels like because some fake you guys life. don't have a Top Golf yet that really mm. commercializes and makes it golfing into bowling. So it does. It's not as fancy once you have a Top Golf. So for now, you guys right. are real fancy. Yes, we drive out to like Morrisville, Pennsylvania, where you're very far outside the city. And every single time we've been to the driving range, there have been either foxes or groundhogs on the driving range with us. It's been very wow. picturesque. There's also a koi pond. It's great. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, but speaking of, I have a recommendation. I know this is the wrong time of the podcast for it, but I want to talk about it because we're talking about sports. The other day she recommended to me a movie on Amazon Prime called The Founders, which is about the 13 women that founded the LPGA, the Female Professional Mm -hmm. Golf Association. And it was so good and I cried and I just immediately was like... (laughs) All women's sports need to be covered by every major network. Like, this is not fair. And it just made me think about the upcoming World Cup and how easy it is going to be for us back in America to watch it. Yeah. I Where are they going to be broadcasting it? Am I going to get it on my NBC Sports app? It's even better. It's Fox. Like, Fox. Oh. And then a couple of the games, like all the, all the pretty much all the USA games, they're going to try and show on Fox, and mm-hmm. then everything else is on Fox Sports. Everything will be shown live, mm. um, and it's going to be on Fox or Fox Sports. Okay, and then with the time change, that means it's going to be earlier in the day here, so... There'll be, like, the morning. games that Julie and I are going to, a couple of them start at 9 p.m. Oh which, my god. Why? Way. That's so, so it'll late. be like 3 p.m. here. Okay, well that's reasonable. Um, that's why. Yeah. So it's reasonable in America. Like I, I think it's truly catered to, to American wow. audiences. Um, okay. But there's like there's an there's a Saturday or Sunday game that we're going to that's at three or four or something like that. Mm. Um, well, should we talk about Captain Marvel and Endgame a little bit? Because when oh god, <laughs> like when I saw Captain Marvel, I was just like, God damn it! Why aren't we recording episodes? I want to record an episode right now. <laughs> okay, so this is how I saw Captain Marvel. I went and saw Captain Marvel opening weekend after buying my ticket two months in advance the day that they came on sale. I then got a new hearing aid, which was called. Which is called the Phonak Marvel. Yes. And I thought, and then the day that I got that hearing aid, I said, I have to test this out. And I immediately got a ticket right after that appointment to go see Captain Marvel again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great hearing aid. Highly great. recommend. <laughs> but also, that movie is wonderful. So good. Wonderful. And you know, I think... What, they announced that it was coming out in 2019, what, four or five years ago? Right? Yeah. When they announced, like, all the dates for all the Phase 3 Marvel movies or whatever. I feel like we learned about Captain Marvel coming out in 2019, 
like years four ago. or five years ago. Yeah. And I've been looking forward to 2019 <laughs> since then. <laughs> and it's just, it did not disappoint. Like, I had a lot of hype. I had a lot of expectation going up. I was mm-hmm. thoroughly pleased. Yeah. I feel much the same way. I immediately was like, wow, I got to go back and read every comic I own. This has made me fall in love with it all over again. Like, it got me hyped for Endgame that, more mm-hmm. than I think I would have been otherwise. I was walking home from the subway one day and we have a local comic book shop that's like right up the street and I stopped inside because I was like maybe I'll buy some Captain Marvel comics. It's like a female run shop and I was like they're gonna Mm -hmm. have a whole section and it was just sold out. Everything was gone (gasps) and but they did have free Captain Marvel posters and I was like yes please I'll take it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited for you to come visit because we have it hanging up now in a frame like (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and then when we saw Endgame afterwards we were we went to brunch after we saw the movie because we saw it at 9am mm-hmm. and we were just sitting across from the table from each other and we just kept saying like but Captain Marvel like Captain right. Marvel like she's just right. like the best I Brie Larson I follow her on Instagram now I just want to be like mm-hmm. her assistant or just like <laughs> I don't I just want to be her lackey I want to follow her around mm-hmm. she's so amazing (laughs) i just think she's such a she's the perfect spiritual successor to captain america and and chris evans like yes that like beautiful melding of like understanding of the responsibility of their role that's such a good point you know yeah and i just feel like it's just it's a perfect evolution i also thought endgame was a perfect evolution into the next phase i don't know like if we release this in the next few days Mm -hmm. That's not enough time, I feel like, to let to have people watch Endgame and not, like, I f- can we talk spoilers? I think I've heard that it's, like, a week after opening is when it's fair game. Like, a, like after the yes. weekend of, like, the second weekend yes. it's been out. Yes, that's what I saw. I saw the director say that this Monday is, is okay. the veil will be so lifted. So if we put it out on Sunday. Let's just... Let's put it out on Sunday. Okay, yeah. so then let's talk spoilers. <laughs> well, we'll we'll put it out on Monday because I'll be I'll be at your house. And I won't oh yeah. Have access. Oh perfect. I won't okay, have my great. computer. Um, yeah. Yeah. So spoilers Endgame. ahead, folks, yeah. because we really want to get into Endgame. Okay, I have only talked about it with my my D and D friends because we went over to mm-hmm. their house. We didn't all get together for D and D, but we were like, we're coming over. We're bringing beer. We're going to talk about this because nobody <laughs> else has been able to talk about it with us, and we're all like mm-hmm. dying to talk about it. So. Yeah, you saw it at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. The, like, (laughs) I I was working that day, and I was like, I am not coming into work until 1 (laughs) p.m. Because I need to go see this movie. I cannot be with other people until I see it. And we did it perfectly, like, accidentally. We watched all the right movies in the lead-up. Because we were like, Mm. should we rewatch all of them? And we were both mm-hmm. like, we are so bad about watching movies. Like, who wants to watch a whole movie sometimes? It's so, 21 movies, it's so too. many like, movies. That's going to take you three weeks if you're watching one every night. Right. And we've already rewatched like, recently enough. We watched Thor 3 one time, and we watched mm-hmm. Doctor Strange recently because Kyle had never seen it. And I always feel like I don't want to see that movie ever again. <laughs> I've never seen it, and everyone keeps giving me shit for it. They're, like, literally, Grey was like, that's my favorite one. I mean, it's not... It, upon rewatch, I did like it more, I will say. I, mm-hmm. I, I was really glad I rewatched the ones I did. Like, we watched Avengers and Age of Ultron and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, because we had never seen that one. 
and something else. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, not 2. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that might have been it. Maybe there was one more in there. But it was just like, uh, it was like chef's kiss perfect. Like, because everything, <laughs> everything we had just re- like rewatched was important into the story of Endgame. And I, it was just like, in the week beforehand, we were thinking like, do what, we were trying to like figure out how it was going to go, what was going to happen. And I was like, I literally, my brain is not big enough to imagine the Endgame. Like, <laughs> I can't right. put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. And so it was so nice when I went to see it. That it, like, somebody's brain is big enough, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like, to put it all together. Uh, I just love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My coworker saw it at 2.40 a.m. That's insane. You told me that, and I was like, <laughs> She went to bed at 7 a.m. Why? This movie was insane this opening weekend. Like, I just feel like we have to give a moment to be like, this was unprecedented. Like, Theaters were having 24 hours of showing. That's crazy. To, like, accommodate the demand. That's like, really crazy. Can you... I don't can... know... Like, I don't see this happening again. Well, unless there's another, you know, 20... Five, right. Or 10 years of, of build-up yeah. to something. Like, I don't see that kind of insanity happening for something else. Hopefully this is not the new normal. Because it was a pain in the ass booking those tickets. Yeah. No, I, I hope so, too. I mean, like, it, it was emotional labor, I think, to do, mm-hmm. to watch that, to go through that. I, I felt like I was, like, a scab by the end of it. Because it really, mm-hmm. like, for me, <laughs> I said this the other day. I was like, that was an excellent movie about grief. Like, it was not a superhero movie to me. I was really processing that on a whole different plane of existence. Like, Mm. a movie about loss and grief and losing people. And and bringing it back to, like, those movies, you know, from way back when I was a different person. And where when, like, I had Mm. another parent alive. Like, Mm -hmm. things like that. Where I was just sitting there with all of that. I was like, I can't do this again. Like, I want to own this movie on DVD, but I don't know how mm. frequently I'd be able to watch that because it was right. a lot. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I I was at work talking to Carly, the only other person who saw it opening weekend, and mm. my surrounding three co-workers, they go, Marvel movies, are there a lot of them? What? <laughs> what? Um. One of my co-workers, Kylie, has not seen a single Marvel movie of the... 22 that she could see. She has not seen a single one of them. So she had no idea about any of this was was happening. My other coworker, he was like, I think I've seen a couple of them. You know, I don't know, whatever. And so then we're talking about it and he goes, he goes, well, how was, how was it? And I go, it was, it was pretty good. And he, and he goes, well, was it better than Jaws? (laughs) And I was like, it's not a movie on its own. It's right. a season finale. Yeah. Like, it's three and a half hours long. It's not, like, it's not a movie. This is not a standalone movie that you're going to rewatch. I feel like. Like, no. unless you're re-watching all of them. Right. As yeah. a series. No. It was not a standalone thing that you're just gonna, like... It would be indecipherable. No. If you had... <laughs> if you had seen... Like, literally... They literally travel back into the other movies, and you yeah. have to know what's happening in those other movies <laughs> I'm <laughs> to, to make any of... semblance of sense. Yeah. Are there other movies that are like that, that are so open? Like, maybe Star Wars, maybe a little bit, where it's, like, so openly, like, if you don't have the prior knowledge, you will not understand this. 
Yeah, like, but to only to a degree, you know? Like, right. I feel, still feel like Star Wars, since they have so it's relatively few, mm-hmm. you know, compared to Marvel, like, it's still pretty accessible that you can, like, sort of figure out what's happening. You know, you mm-hmm. maybe not don't have all the emotional context, but you're like, okay, I sort of gather it. it this is just, like... It's also amazing would... that, like, <laughs> there was never a misstep, in my eyes, at least. Like, I... I when I look back at all 22 of these movies, there's not one where I'm like, oh, and then that piece of garbage. Like, obviously, like, yeah. the Hulk movie had its own thing going on, like, and yes, mm-hmm. I've never seen it, but, you know, people look at the third Spider-Man movie and they're like, it's a joke, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. nothing in the in the MCU is like that, where it was, every yeah. single piece was a building block to this point. Right. And it's unreal that they have that much manipulative power and the only thing that i really feel like i missed out on in that movie was spoiler alert people this is what we're gonna (laughs) in the funeral scene when they are going through panning through all the people and Mm -hmm. there is not a representation of the agents of shield tv show people Mm. in that lineup that is the only moment where i was like that could have improved it I so appreciate you sticking up for my little loves because I do feel like I am the only person in the world who watches that TV show. You are. I I love that show. (laughs) It is genuinely a good television show, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be. It has no right to be, and it is wonderful. Mm. And it has only gotten better Mm -hmm. with time. And I'm so deeply attached to some of those characters. Yeah. And they have never once gotten their due. Or even been acknowledged in the films at all, other than right. Coulson, which once he was on that show, he's no longer. We never right. saw him again. Exactly. You know, like it's yes, it, he was in Captain Marvel, but that was 1995 or whatever. Right. All it had to be was him and Daisy at that funeral for it to yeah. be enough of a nod for me to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all one fa- like family right, right there. I, right. I, that that was the only thing where I was like, damn, those people got shafted. <laughs> They've really done that show dirty. I just... Mm. And they're cons- they're putting out good content. Like, mm-hmm. I just... Yeah. And I think, I think, like, Daisy, she could have her own movie. I think yeah. she... That would be really cool. But I do, no, they don't give a shit. I do think the only reason I feel so strongly about that is because I feel so strongly about Coulson as a character because mm-hmm. when I was going back and rewatching all these movies, when I was like <laughs> insane in high school and college, when mm-hmm. I thought Clint mm-hmm. and Coulson were going to end up together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I they... never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great because I've gone back through time and reread some of those fan fictions. When, after watching Endgame, because I was like, what was it like back in the yesteryear when I was reading this couple? <laughs> it was weird. And also, <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really fucked up with all of us on that <laughs> on that front. So, uh, yeah, if they're, gonna, if they're gonna really screw over one of my tr- true pairings, then I'd rather <laughs> see them, you know, complete it and give him his due. Although I will say I was really happy with his character in Captain Marvel as well. Like we, yes. didn't, even, we didn't even talk about Captain Marvel really except for how much we loved it. Right. I, I love that movie so much. Well, that's the thing is like I can't say anything but good things. I yeah. I I would love to come up with one thing that I was like, "Oh, that was a little iffy," but like mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved it. I loved it as an origin story. I felt like it 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 wasn't cliche, mm-hmm. and it could have been. You know, I thought doing her 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 origin story through flashbacks actually worked really well. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have the similar pattern, and I thought. Um, what's her face? Annette Benning. Yeah. As the mentor. Excellent choice. I thought it was Jude so Law. gay. Great. So <laughs> gay. I mean, it was so like, unbelievably gay. And then I was so excited to see her in Endgame. And I knew, I was like, okay, she's not going to have that big of a role in it because it's it's about the core mm-hmm. six or whatever. Yeah. And then this is going to be a send off for, for, for probably all six of them. So they have to focus on them. I get that. I, she won't show up too often. But when she did, every time you saw her, she was gayer than the last time you saw her. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. But then I was then I was reading today that they filmed obviously they filmed Endgame back when they filmed Infinity War Mm -hmm. before they filmed Captain Marvel. Wow. So they had no idea what happened in her movie. And so they were just, like, that's why she seemed a little different, you right. know? I thought so. And also she had nothing to go on, really, in terms mm-hmm. of, like, who the character was and everything and, and how awesome she was and, like, mm-hmm. her real connection to Fury and everything. So, you know, if if people were, like, felt like, a li- didn't like her as much in Endgame, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. But also... I love her. Yeah. And I will always love her. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the post that was going around on Tumblr that was like, the reason there's these tiny pieces of disconnect between the Marvel movies that like immediately follow previous movies is because of the mm. timeline itself of filming and how mm. they come out too quickly for them to yes. readjust and to like yeah. take stock of like, how, oh wow, people really love Black Panther. People really love Shuri. Like, this is why yeah. we can respond to yeah. that. I thought that was so interesting because I was like, that makes so much sense in the because context. Because that's the big gripe, right? Yeah. Is that, is that the characters have not been fully consistent. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a fully consistent growth and that found family mm-hmm. feeling. That I, it ha- I do feel like it has been a, kind of lacking. And yeah. because each person takes over the movie while they're filming some other movie or whatever. Yes. And, exactly. yeah, I just feel like they make their own choices. I have Joss Whedon, oh. you know, how we feel. <laughs> Ultron and all that garbage. Yeah. Like, he... and But the, it's so tough, too, because you're always tied to whatever that last writer or director did. Yeah. And you have to reference it. And you have, like, you once Nat and, and the Hulk Ugh. are romantically entangled, suddenly we have to talk, we have to, like, reference that at all times. Mm-hmm. Every time, every movie, it ha- there has to be some reference to it because otherwise then you've just dropped it and you're forgetting that it ever happened and you have yeah. to maintain this type of consistency, except you have to stick with bad ideas sometimes, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> So, so where were you happy with the send-offs that everybody got or if not happy were do you feel at peace with the result of Endgame? I was very satisfied. Mm-hmm. Generally. Yeah. I I I love Captain I you know Captain America is probably my favorite of the original 6. Mm-hmm. And I thought his ending was so beautiful and wonderful and the nicest possible ending that they could have given him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dying of old age, married to Peggy, like, you can't really beat that. Yeah. Um, Tony, you know, I thought 
I thought it was a satisfying ending. I thought mm-hmm. it worked. You know, obviously it's not a happy one. Um, but it was fine. I was I was fine with that. And then I feel like Natasha I don't know. I read an interesting article about it where they were saying, you know, how Marvel really let its women down. Mm-hmm. With with that with her and Gamora's death being like like that. I've been but specifically kind of worked for me. I don't know. I've been specifically staying away from like the Tumblr rhetoric around this movie because mm-hmm. I did I did that as well for Captain Marvel because I was like I don't want to hear other people's opinions on this because I want to generally like just be live in this movie because I loved it so much I don't want right. other people to shit on it <laughs> yeah so coming from Captain Marvel with that opinion I was like I'm just gonna keep that going forward yeah. for Endgame because I know people are gonna be pissed about something like obviously it's not gonna be 100% perfect and I, as I said, I was feeling very complicated feelings about some of the things happening in Endgame because I mm-hmm. do feel like it was not really a superhero movie. I feel like it was a movie about processing right. grief. <laughs> right. And so I really, like, my my head is so jumbled because everything that I didn't like in Endgame circled fully back around to I respected it, you know? Or, like... Right, I, right. I was... <laughs> I didn't like it, but I I get it. I like it, you know, like in this it weird way. It worked for me, you know, because yeah. given what you were given to work with before, mm-hmm. ending up here, it works. It was yes. satisfying. I thought it was an effective end for these characters. And yes, Natasha was never really given her due Mm-mm. throughout any of these movies. She never had a standalone movie. Like, she was always kind of going to be shafted. Yeah. And at a certain point, it was like, let her go. Yeah. Let her be at peace. <laughs> you know? And, like, uh, Hawkeye, it, I, I think I have feelings because I don't like Jeremy Renner that much. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't get as excited about Hawkeye as I could be. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, like, he goes off and becomes this mass murderer Arrow, thing. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, literally the next day he's just, like, joking about, like, he's just cracking jokes or whatever. And it's just like, okay, like, it just didn't quite work for me. I thought, like, the losing of the family and being very distressed about that and then getting the family, you know, I thought that's a good, that's a good arc. The whole little mass murder aside thing felt a little, a bridge too far. Yeah, I definitely felt like I was watching Arrow for a hot second. and Yes. <laughs> and I was very anti-Hawkeye family going into whichever I guess Ultron was the one where we find that out and oh, I yeah. when I rewatched Ultron I was like oh right I fucking hate this because it really <laughs> screwed up my Clint and Coulson were lovers right, right, right. pre head head cannon you know like I, and I was I was always really anti them but this movie really turned it around for me like I I could see the appeal with what they had written so I, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. But I do wonder where they go, because I can't tell going forward what the next, like, section of Marvel movies is going to be, mm-hmm. and who's getting, a like, a spinoff or something, because if there is another Hawkeye movie, I don't want it to be him. I want it to be Kate, I don't... Kate Bishop. Yeah. And I, at this point, I don't see any of the original six returning... Six, right? Hulk, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Black Widow, Thor, 
Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah. Right? Six. I don't see any of those original six having a standalone movie again. No. With with those same actors, at least, for another ten years. I well, did they announce a Black Widow movie for Disney Plus? Oh right, yes, they are doing a Black Widow origin story movie. But is it with her? Is my question. Is it is it going to be like a teenage girl playing Black Widow? Oh yeah, you that's know? very likely. And is it a, a series or a movie? I thought it was a movie. I don't know. I haven't seen. I the... think there's a Hawkeye Disney Plus series coming. Well, that's the thing is like with this whole Disney Plus garbage. Right. Is that there's going to be a shit ton of content being pushed out that we can just let's just ignore that for a minute (laughs) yeah i'm i'm actually nervous because i feel like it's the second coming of the netflix four which we already saw Mm -hmm. didn't pan out very well right so i it just seems like they're you know resting on their laurels when they could be diversifying now when the time is ripe where they could be like all right let's get black panther 2 going let's get captain marvel 2 Mm -hmm. going like let's create the Mm -hmm. next pantheon that right. we're leaving behind and like yeah. oh let's throw in a fun squirrel girl movie while we're at it with anna right. kendrick i mean it's mm-hmm. just there waiting for us yeah <laughs> um, yeah so i mean we know the next one is spider-man far from home right and like i texted to you is that that movie need if they don't mention at any point that half the population is has PTSD, mm-hmm. and the other half of the population wasn't there for five years. Yeah. If they don't address that in this movie, then I don't know what this next phase is going to look I like. I know, right? Because, like, <laughs> this has to be the world that they're living in. That's the spinoff I want. I want a History Channel documentary yes. about what life was like for those what? five years. Yeah. What infrastructure remained, what fell apart. Right. Like, how did people keep, how, how were the lights kept on? But like sports teams didn't exist anymore. Yes. You know, like we got such tiny little snippets Ugh. of that like post-apocalyptic world that was also still kind of functioning, you know? It's really fascinating so, to wonder about. I, I would be so right. interested to see, like even, you know, like CNN does the, the 90s or the 80s, yeah. like those series. Like if they just did yeah. the lost five years in the style yeah. of CNN, like that would be so good <laughs> right love it oh my god i would love it mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's just based on the trailers for spider-man it it seems to exist yeah in a a normal yeah. you know we're just going on a school trip and everything's fine i don't know <laughs> everything's normal so we'll see yeah um we'll see how that goes but now they also have to incorporate x-men somehow do they? Do they now have they the have... rights to X-Men now? Yeah. Now oh. that they have the rights to X-Men. Boy. Oh, boy. They have all of Fox now. They have Deadpool now. Oh, boy. Like, what? Yeah. Oh. They have God. so many characters they have access to now. Oh, my God. Ooh, that doesn't just... make me feel great. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but we, I don't think, I think they said Doctor Strange 2 is in the works maybe next year or something. Okay. I don't um, know if I need that. There's no yeah, <laughs> there's no real like dates that have been set for anything cuz mm-hmm. I, I tried looking that up to see what what's what's the order because I feel like they did that like 5 years ago. Yeah, like, I know. Here's the I really want to see like, like a, release just things. a batch like throw out yeah. what the next batch is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's the next 3 or 4, you know, things after Spider-Man? Yeah. Um, um cuz I don't think they no, now now that they have Fox, I feel yeah. like that sort of they have yeah. to readjust 
what what they want their slate to be. Well, speaking of comics and the like, free comic book day is oh wait we're putting this episode up after <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh-huh. well free comic book day has just happened for you, you people listening <laughs> never mind i was gonna provide a civic service but oh well <laughs> i'm planning to go and get some free comic books i've never done it in america before so i am looking forward to it you you haven't Unless you didn't I, do it with me once did we i feel like i didn't go alone Oh, I I know I've been to the comic book store with you, but it wasn't a free comic book day. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. I would be interested to go to some cons this year after Endgame mm-hmm. and uh, Game of Thrones and, <laughs> and <laughs> Star Wars end because I feel like the the costumes are going to be like really amazing and the booths are going to be really great this year and maybe mm. the panels as well. I wonder how people are going to cope with all all of this coming to a close, you know, and yeah. this uncharted future we're living in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, just a bunch of spinoffs. <laughs> yeah, so many spinoffs. Yeah. Well, do you have, like, lots and lots of recommendations for me? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've watched a million things. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that's coming to mind is what Netflix just canceled um, yes. after three seasons. One day at a time? Um, <laughs> well, that too. Oh. But we've always we've always recommended that oh, on the show. Love one day at a time. <laughs> um, but I watched the uh, pretty much the entire show in almost just like a long weekend, uh-huh. basically of Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, um, Drew Barrymore, yeah. Timothy Oliphant, and it's gross. Like it's like <laughs> you know, it's like there's a lot of like body horror in it. She's like basically a zombie, mm-hmm. and but it is so funny and charming Mm. and delightful and i honestly think it ends they ended the season well enough like it's definitely there is like you want to see more Mm -hmm. and it's a shame they canceled it but you get three really solid seasons that end pretty set in a pretty satisfying manner so i would recommend it it's i just thought it was hilarious and there's so many great people that show up in it um nathan fillion um is like a talking head at one point and he's great and then at one point they replace him with alan tudyk (laughs) and they just go oh your voice sounds different (laughs) it's just great and it's just a um yeah it's it's fun so that's my recommendation that i can think of at the moment um that i did watch the trailer when i guess the did the third season just come out like recently yeah because yeah, mm-hmm. it auto played the trailer at the top of the page when i was on the xbox mm-hmm. and i was like oh this looks kind of funny um, yeah i think i would i would try it. it it is there is something about watching a show when you know it has already ended like so you mm-hmm. can be at peace with it when it comes yeah because i was not prepared to be at peace with one day at a time being yeah. not renewed that like that gutted me i so mm-hmm. sad. I'm still sad. I really wanted to get a second life somewhere because that happened for Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Brooklyn Nine Nine is being amazing yeah. this season. So I I can't imagine that it wouldn't be amazing somewhere else. And yeah, it, but Netflix will never let it go. Yeah, devastating. Is it? It really is devastating. Um, yeah. Well, and then the only other people that want it is CBS All Access, which no, thank you. I know. <laughs> I, you know my feelings about CBS All Access. I'm pretty but sure. But that was the other thing. Is that I was like, oh, Twilight Zone, Jordan Peele, like, 
Yeah. Uh, oh, I might get like, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll do the free trial for that or whatever. And then I read a review and they were like, if you don't already have CBS All Access, don't bother. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so sad. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, they were like, this show isn't that great. And, Ugh. you know, if you don't already have it. Then, I hate what we've you know. done to ourselves with this, like, <laughs> buy it in pieces garbage. Like, ugh, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. At least Disney owns everything now. So True. that when they put out Disney Plus, they'll they'll have b- bundles with ESPN and Hulu because they own Hulu now. That's true. Wait, they own so Hulu now? They have they have a sixty percent stake oh because Hulu was created by the big um, by Fox, NBC, uh, ABC, yeah. Disney basically. So then Disney bought Fox. So yeah. Wow. So now they have sixty percent ownership of Hulu. Oh my God. Man, we need yeah. Elizabeth Warren to break up these monopolies, am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's oh absurd that that was, like, allowed to go through that Disney merger. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, speaking of, there's a new documentary on Netflix that we just saw the trailer for when we turned it on um, when we were eating dinner, and it's called Burning Down the House. I just put it on my list. Okay, we did too. I was like, do we have enough time to watch it right now? And we did not. I was very sad. <laughs> but it looks so good. It's, in case you haven't seen the trailer for it, it's a documentary about four or five, I think, women who won mm-hmm. the, in the most recent election in these, like, seats where they were not expected to win. And mm-hmm. it looks so good. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to cry. I know. Well, I subscribe to that New York Times, like, watching, like, email list. Mm-hmm. Where they send something like every day, actually. It's a little too much, but oh. I get some good stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there was something, some, oh, Forged in Fire. <laughs> That's my recommendation of what, what I became obsessed with since we uh-huh. last recorded was the show on the History Channel. You will love this, Shannon. You uh-huh. will love this. It's on the History Channel, but on Hulu, really, you know. Okay. And it's called Forged in Fire, and it's about people who make knives and swords and then it's a competition reality show oh my god where they have four bladesmiths come in and they have to create these blades under intense circumstances and then they get to test their knives out on all these different tests like they slice fish and they they cut water bottles and stuff like that and it is i've got it's you get so into it it's like the perfect competition reality show there is literally when they are, like, eliminating someone, it's like, and the winner is you. Like, there's, like, no pause. There's no <laughs> cut to commercial. It's just, like, this guy. And you're like, yes, of course, his blade held up better in the test. You know? Like, it's just so satisfying to watch. Mm. It is so delightful. And then there's a spinoff series called uh, Forge and Fire Knife or Death. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's hosted by a former pro wrestler can't remember his name who like screams commentary the whole time because it's these guys who they have to run an obstacle course with their knife of testing different things so they have to break a box open before this thing falls they have to slice a fish in half they have to get through this thing or whatever and he's going oh my god he's like screaming into the microphone the whole time it is so entertaining and i was telling my friends about this and how i'd like recently got addicted to it and they're like how did you find out about that show it's so random and i was like Oh, the New York Times told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you sound so elite. <laughs> oh but then 
I was listening to Bitch Sesh, the podcast about the Real Housewives, which I don't watch, but I still love that podcast. And uh-huh. they had Roxanne Gay on. Uh-huh. And they were talking to her about what she was watching. And she was like, the show, Forged in Fire. <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> Roxanne Gay is on my side. <laughs> Oh my god, that is amazing. So, it's for everyone. Alright, is it on, it is on Hulu? We can watch mm-hmm. that? We can watch that. It's on Hulu, and I, it's just like my favorite, it was my, well, I only have two episodes left. Uh, I binged them all very quickly, and these last, like, four episodes I've been, like, giving myself in, like, little mm-hmm. gifts if I really need it, you know? It's just like, it's, it's like... It's the perfect show. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. It's I will just, put it great. on our watch list in Hulu because we are coming to the conclusion of a couple seasons of different things. So maybe, maybe that'll be next. I feel like if you're like in a mood of like Project Runway, oh. like drag race, like competition reality show, but also just like there's mm-hmm. n- no drama other than the knife making. And then you learn all these like things to the point where by the end of a couple episodes, you're like, should I get in? To like, should I take a blacksmith class? <laughs> <laughs> and like, after a couple seasons, you're like, that's not how you make Damascus right. steel. Like, uh, yeah, obviously. Like, oh, why is he not coating that with with liquid paper? It's gonna stick to the inside of the canister when he melts when he heats it up. You know, like, <laughs> you get a couple seasons in and you've got ideas. <laughs> yes, that is a hundred percent how we were when we watched Face Off, where they make like uh-huh. monster makeup and stuff. We were like, "Oh no, the mold, the mold is breaking!" <laughs> you know, like, we, "Oh, we get real into it." Also, we recently watched like as many seasons of Project Runway are on Hulu as possible. Like, we watched mm. all of those, and Kyle got yeah. very into it. So okay. I think well, we're ready for another competition love show. Like this. That. It'll be. It'll I gar- be. I just I guarantee it. I know you. I know you will love this. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know if I have any shows that I've watched that you haven't watched, probably. Um, Mm. but I will say Survivor is really good this season. Like, it has been excellent TV. Uh, and, like, the editing in this season, like, the cinematography is really good as well. So if you are ever thinking about watching a season Survivor... You would probably need CBS All Access now to watch the old episodes that have already aired, but (laughs) you can find it elsewhere if you try. Um, But it's been really good. But uh, I will say one of the audiobooks I listened to was unbelievable. And if it's not being made into a movie already, like, that's a goddamn shame because it is so (laughs) perfect and ready to be a movie or a TV show. I mean, like... It's okay. It's called The Power. It's by Naomi Alderman. And mm-hmm. I have the synopsis up here. I just want to make sure that I do it right. It's yeah, Margaret Atwood loves it. It's uh it's a 2016 science fiction novel. Uh and it's the premise of the the story is that women develop a like a power, an ability to release mm-hmm. like electrical charges through their hands. And it leads them to become the dominant gender in the world because they now have mm. this power over men. And okay. it is like, if if you're still in that niche of Endgame where you're like, what was the world like? You know, yeah. like it's the perfect story to like feel that because it's told from different characters' perspectives all over the world about like what is it like to be a woman in this type of society now that you have this power, or what is it like to be a man who's a journalist trying to cover this story in this country you know like it was Mm -hmm. and the voice acting within this audiobook was also 
unbelievable. It, I mean, mm. it, I cannot give it enough stars. It's like the number one book I've listened to this year, and I've listened to like almost eighty now. So holy crap! <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm all on board. The Power by Naomi Alderman. The Power. Um, but mm. other than that, I don't think I have any TV shows to recommend except for I mean I probably already recommended this a long time ago but Gravity Falls the mm. Disney animated mm-hmm. show from a couple of years ago I we've been rewatching that in the mornings before going to work and it's so good and the jokes are so meta and it's if you have watched it worth rewatching because there's so much teased early on yeah. um is that yeah. Hulu Netflix it is on Hulu Hulu okay yeah um, She-Ra! <gasps> That's it. I take it back. She-Ra. She-Ra season two is out, and I just watched all of it in one sitting. It was only seven episodes! What the hell? Like, was literally, season... the the, the seventh season... episode came out, like, ended, and it was telling me about some other show to watch, and I go, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't enough. What are you talking about? Was there, were there more episodes in season one? Thirteen. Okay, is it season. only half of season, didn't they do that with Kimmy I... Schmidt? Why are they doing that? I think I saw... The, a tweet saying more episodes are coming out soon. Right. I, I don't know why that. they're breaking it up I saw that like as well. this, yeah. but. Yeah. So. Yeah. What a tease. Mm. I don't know. It's so good. It's so good. But I, we love it. And Thor, my sister's dog, uh-huh. loves it. <laughs> Apparently, he's obsessed with all like animated shows. Huh. Like, he'll just sit and watch them. Anything non-animated he doesn't give a shit about unless there's a horse in it. And then he goes insane, apparently. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, uh, we will be watching a lot of hockey in the upcoming couple weeks, and your team, your local team, is still in it, so we're rooting for your team. What? I thought we lost. The Caps? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, my coworkers were so depressed about it. She was like, I'm already moving on to the NFL. I think you lost a game yesterday. They lost game seven. Wait. Against Tampa? Sorry, I'm thinking about Columbus. Yeah, you you guys totally lost. You tanked. I'm sorry. I was like, uh, my coworkers are weirdly obsessed with hockey, so yeah. sorry. I did find out about it's, that. It's the same <laughs> color scheme. The Columbus Blue Jackets, they're still in it. We're rooting for them. Mm. I'm sorry. You tanked much like we did. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, mm. oh well. At well, least you have soccer. I'll be rooting for the Washington Spirit. Yes. Who, who knows? <laughs> We're ho- we're hoping that the only thing we can do is go up from last yeah. year. Last year was bad. And really, probably the worst season a professional sports team maybe could ever have. <laughs> like, just true nightmare hellscape. Yeah. Um, but and it also is great that it's a World Cup year, and if the spirit does terribly, I can just focus all my love and attention on the national mm-hmm. team instead. At least it's not like, you know, in Europe and Italy and stuff where teams mm. are so bad that they get relegated to a different league. That's the other thing I need to recommend. I think I texted a recommend this to you, but the show on Netflix called Losers. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I haven't watched it. It's on our list. I'm so excited. That you, you would very much enjoy that. There's a golf episode and everything. I know. Like it's I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh. It's very I've been I've been recommending it to all sorts of people mm-hmm. who I normally, like, I feel like we don't have the same taste. Like, mm-hmm. my dad. <laughs> I was like, Dad, I think you'd actually like this show. But mm-hmm. he never takes any of my recommendations oh, at all. So sad. Like, he refuses to watch the tidying up with Marie Kondo. Oh. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Julie had a hard time convincing Zach, but then apparently once he did watch an episode, he was on board. Yeah. But... Um, also, another one that I just watched on Netflix that you probably didn't watch was Clash of the Collectibles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. was... I'm interested. A, yes. A two, uh, two very old uh, antiquities dealers, one British and one Australian, go to Australia and drive around together to different antique stores and, like, junkyards. <laughs> and they are given a budget and... They buy as much stuff as they can or as, like, the coolest things that they can, and then they auction Mm -hmm. them off through a third party, and then there's, like, a winner every episode, and it's to try and beat each other over the course of the season with, like, Uh how much money you make and how many rounds you win. And they're so delightful and, like, scrappy and, like, trying to do all these little tricks to try and get the thing that they both want before the other guy gets it, and they meet all these characters along the way, and it's just, like really interesting and I put it on to be like a background show so I could do other things like work when I was working from home and I just ended up not being able to look away or read anything uh-huh. on my phone while I was watching it because I was just so invested in how these items would do in the in the resale and there also is like a great like they they show the Australian money a lot and it's just the it's so mm-hmm. cool why is American money so <laughs> ugly it's so ugly <laughs> Every time it's not colorful. It's very money. sad. Mm-hmm. So um, how can I watch this show? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I'm adding that. That sounds perfect. Because I have kind of run out of shows. Yeah. It's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. But like in terms of the shows that I follow on like follow shows and mm-hmm. my weekly shows, there are like three days of the week where there's no shows. And Ooh. some days of the week there's just like one show. Mm-hmm. And... Jane the Virgin is ending soon, so pretty soon oh. that won't be a thing anymore. And Yeah. So, I just, yeah. I feel like every weekend there's something that I discover that I binge. Mm-hmm. Well, this definitely mm-hmm. fills the, like, um, bake-off type niche, mm. you know. Good, good. So. Oh, mm. you know what was a real disappointment? What? Was the... F- Big family cooking showdown oh, or whatever it was they called. Changed the it. first season was so good, and yeah. then they got rid of Nadia and the other lady who yeah. was so lo- lovely and replaced them with some duds. And I stopped I watching after like two episodes. I was like, no, the, the yeah, whole we... show was these hosts. Apparently, that's all that mattered to me. Yeah, we watched one episode of the second season, and I was like, no, this is different. I don't want this. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I hated the two people they brought on. Well, I don't understand. Why why would you mess with perfection? It was just yeah. crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. It was so disappointing because I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I needed my wholesome British baking show, you I know? know. Uh, it's very sad. I haven't watched um, Nailed It Mexico. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep meaning to do that. I, I, I want to watch it, but I also know I need to read subtitles while I watch it. Right, so. right. Uh, it's been on the back burner for me because it just, I have other things that I am doing while I'm watching TV. Um, but I'm excited for that as well. Cause they use the same set, which I'm excited about. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, how about that last episode of Queer Eye where that guy shaved his whole face? Oh my God. he looks God. like a serial killer. I mean, I don't want to talk <laughs> badly about him because he's a real person and like, sure, you know, but if you're going to do something like, actually, you know what? This is very specific because this exact same thing happened in Big Brother because, okay, backstory, 
There's a woman on Big Brother named Nicole, and she's amazing. And she's from Nebraska, and I love Nicole. And she was in two seasons, right? One, two, three. She was in three seasons of Big Brother, I think, total. Mm -hmm. And in her third time, she met a boy named Victor, who was also known as Elfit Vic. And he was uh, voted out of the house, like, three times in one season he kept winning competitions to come back into the house uh (laughs) and spoiler alert for that season of big brother i'm sorry um but they didn't like each other in the house but then once they left the house they started dating and i think he might have moved to nebraska to be with her and it was really sweet and they were dating and then he they came back into the house this most recent season and he proposed to her in the house when she was like there to host a competition and it was so mm-hmm. sweet except right before he proposed to her he shaved his whole face and he was like this very swarthy dark long hair like he looks like a hockey player mm-hmm. he has a dark beard he's mm-hmm. you know very like he's very spanish he can do the mambo mm-hmm. with you and he shaved mm-hmm. off his beard and he looked so different, and she was more mm. shocked at the beard than the right. proposal. She was That's like, so much to throw at a person. Yes, it was like <laughs> all she could do was like look at his face and his beard, and I—that's how yeah. I felt. Like we were on the same yeah. page, Nicole and I, and that is exactly how I felt in that Queer Eye episode where I was like, "Why mm. before a huge life event would you right. do that?" Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you're looking at this person and they're like an almost like a stranger to you. Yes. Until you get used to it. Like yep. my dad, I remember when we were children, he had to shave his mustache for the Air Force. He came down the stairs and my sister screamed and ran away. Yes. Like it's, it's jarring. Also, I have a thing with like men and facial hair where mm. if men have facial hair and then they don't or vice versa, I can like no longer recognize them. Mm. <laughs> like I don't know why. I'm like for me it's just like. Who's that? Like, if, if a man ever needed to go on the run, all they had to do was grow some hair or take some hair away. Yeah. It's a lot harder for women. It is. That's true. I had to take passport photos today because I have to renew my passport, and they don't let you wear your glasses anymore, apparently. What? No. Yeah. Well, at least they didn't at the Walgreens where I got them done. <laughs> and I look like, quote from Kyle, I look like a Mennonite without the hairnet. Because <laughs> I... And I was like, yeah, you're not wrong, because I look insane without my glasses. Because <laughs> I can't well, see, I w- and I can't when smile. I got, <laughs> right, when I got my passport photo when I was 20, mm-hmm. um, I looked like a victim of human trafficking in it, because I didn't smile, because I had heard that you can't smile anymore. Mm-hmm. And then my mom goes, after she snaps the photo and the lady's walking away, my, my mom goes, why didn't you smile? And I go, oh, you can't anymore. And the lady's walking away looking at this horrible photo going, no, you can. (laughs) (laughs) And so I guess you could at the time. Oh, boy. But I didn't. So then for 10 years until I'm 30 years old, I have to look at this photo where where my shirt's like slightly askew. (laughs) And so it just looks like I've been like sort of dragged there. Oh. Just crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm, I didn't I'm want to like be one of those two years people. away from my new one. I didn't want to be a, one of those people that's like, oh, can we retake it? I'm sorry, I look hideous. Right, because right. Part of the problem was that's how I looked. You know, like, I'm not going right. to be able to fix it unless I go to the hair section of Walgreens and, like, brush my hair. Because I didn't want, like, a ponytail so that you couldn't see that I had right. hair. So I was like, let me put right. it down. And it's like a big fuzzball. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was rough. Well, 
I saw this thing about JetBlue recently where someone went to fly on JetBlue and they're like, oh, no, no need to show us your ticket. Just put your face right here. And like a face scanner, scan her face. And she goes, she goes, wait, what? How do you know that that's me? And they go, oh, well, we get our photos from the Department of Homeland Security. So they're matching it against the photo they already have of you. So, and then I was thinking about when, yeah, the last time I went through customs to the U.S., I think I had, I got my photo taken from one of those machines. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, the Department of Homeland Security does have my face on file. (laughs) And they can use facial recognition to find me whenever they feel like it, you know? Yeah, it's scary. So our life is a nightmare. (laughs) That's why I don't want that new iPhone where it like unlocks when it sees your face. No, the face ID, no. Well... And it's like, it's, it's very stupid of me that I don't, and I'm also now broadcasting this to the world, that I don't have a passcode on my phone and I've never set up the fingerprint ID, uh-huh. but I'm like, I don't want you to have my fingerprint. Uh, I mean, yeah. I could probably set up a code, obviously, but I also, if my phone is not on my person, mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my phone? Yeah. And it's immediately on my person again. Yeah. So I've never once had the instance where I've walked out of a room, out of a room in a public place and my phone is not with me. You know, so I'm, I don't know. I justify my, my lack of privacy. Life is a nightmare and sometimes you just can't Mm -hmm. worry about it because it's too much. Right. Mostly let's just not think about it because it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have a question. Did you ever watch Mm -hmm. Planet Earth or Planet Earth 2? Uh, bits and pieces. Okay. Like 10 years ago. Okay. (laughs) I watched a, uh, pot, no, uh. Vox video about how they make, how they film Planet Earth mm-hmm. and how the technology has changed between Planet Earth and Planet Earth 2. Mm-hmm. And after watching that video, I was like, hot damn, I need to watch these videos because <laughs> they look amazing. So I'm trying to, I mean, I'm scared because I don't want to see animals get like eaten by other animals, but I feel like it might well, be fine. We've all seen that one where, what was it, like an iguana running away from a bunch oh, of snakes yeah, I saw or that. something? Yeah, the snakes. That, I mean. Oh, my yeah. God. It's very cinematography. Like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> Apparently, there's a new one on Netflix. It's not Planet Earth, but it's, like, the same yeah. concept or whatever, but it's more about how, like, humans are fucking with these oh. animals. Well, I definitely um, won't watch that. Because <laughs> apparently, a lot of Planet Earth is, like, they're, like, next to a road, you know? But, like, you don't see that, you right. know? Like, they cut out all the humans, mm-hmm. but it's, like, kind of, you have to acknowledge that we're also, There is know, a Planet Earth 2 episode about humans, I think, mm. because they talked about that in the video I watched. And they there's mm. one where they do, like, a night vision with a jaguar eating a boar, and they're oh, in geez. a park in Brazil, and you can see, they use, like, body heat cameras, and you can see the people in the park just, like, walking around, <laughs> and they're really close to this jaguar, and they don't realize it, so... Oh, I don't wow. know. I'm interested. I feel like I, I, okay. I might give it a okay. shot, but I also might get really emotionally invested in these animals. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, my family, we went, uh, when I vis- last visited my parents in San Francisco, which was, I don't know, when was that? Mm-hmm. A million years ago? Um, we went to a nature museum and they had a little 3D uh, movie about like a squirrel or something. Oh. And I got so attached, or no, a chipmunk. Oh my god, and another chipmunk was stealing its acorns. Oh, it was no. just very upsetting. <laughs> we were oh. so mad at that other chipmunk, although it's very hard to visually tell them apart. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and I was like, is that the asshole? How get out of here? <laughs> you didn't do all the work of collecting those. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, so I get very invested. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a very long episode for our yes. listeners. <laughs> but here you go. This is all the content that you've been waiting for yeah. for a year. Everything is you that missed. that we're going we're to give it to you, and then... I'm going to go to Philadelphia this weekend. Yeah. And we should probably record another one if while we're yeah. there. Why not? We Well, while you're driving up here, think about, you know, if we could predict any other Tyra Banks movie sequels or something like uh-huh. that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Was she in any other movies? I don't know. I don't think so. No. <laughs> none, none worth discussing, at the least. <laughs> no. That would be interesting to look into, though, because I literally couldn't think of, like, a movie that she was in. Yeah, I don't know. A question for our she next episode. She wasn't really an actor at any point, I feel like. Yeah. She was definitely in music videos because she did her own music. I know that from America's <laughs> Next Top Model. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, one okay. last question before we go. Yes. Are you going to re-watch Endgame while it's in theaters? Hmm. I don't know. We were discussing I thought it. before I went and saw it, I thought, like, obviously I'm going to have to rewatch this to catch everything or whatever but like Mm. i feel like i got it (laughs) captain marvel was like i am so pumped i want to see this a thousand times i love it so much yeah and i just wanted to see it again just to like take it all in and everything this was like three and a half hours that's a lot to ask of me (laughs) to go see it again yeah i we also have been talking about it because i mean i cried a lot (laughs) Mm. And I cried, like, the reason I kept crying, kept crying, was because I kept realizing people were dead for real. (laughs) Right. I kept thinking, like, of a character and then being like, oh, Mm -hmm. they're gone. Like, you know, from a previous movie, this means they're really gone. And it just kept, like, building and building. So now that I think I've already done that work, it would be interesting to watch it without tears obscuring my vision. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also a long movie. I like, you know. Yeah. I wish Captain Marvel was still out because I would rather see that again in theaters. Right. But. Well, it's like, I've got AMC A-list, so it's very easy mm-hmm. for me to pop on there. But also, there's a bunch of comedies coming out this month that I just really want to see. Like, The Hustle um, with Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. Like, mm. that looks delightful. I want to see that. Yeah. You know? Um, Booksmart is coming out this month. Oh, yeah. Um, directed good. by Olivia Wilde. That looks delightful. Like, there's just certain things that I'm, like, already moving on. I'm already excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Yeah. I don't, good. I don't, at the moment, I don't feel any, I don't feel any compulsion to. Yeah. I, f- I yeah. think so, too. I think it feels like a bookend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt like a, a definite ending. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm good. You know? All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Do we have anything I did from hear, Zach? I did hear from one person, oh, yeah. Laura, who said we should ha- we should do the podcast again. Okay. Just because she wanted to hear about what's going on in my life. Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> there we go. I wanted to hear about your scooter obsession, so I'm glad I did. <laughs> and now I get to tell you some things off air that I can't talk about on the Ooh, podcast. A mm-hmm. secret insider information. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Okay. 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 <laughs>